and some of the panels are uh, feisty and some are feistier. And Friday is feistiest, I would have to say. Anyway, it is uh, 19 minutes after 5 o'clock. Good to welcome Michael Giles, who has served in government for 30 years at all levels, federal and provincial and uh, municipal. Hi, Michael. Hi, how are you today? I'm doing great. You? I'm good. I'm working on international next. Well, all right. John Capobianco, who is uh, the political animal on the conservative side, if ever there was one, somebody I've known for years, and uh, I got a great big bear hug when I greeted him today. John Capobianco, Senior Vice President, Senior Partner, National Practice Lead for Public Affairs at Fleischman Hilliard's Toronto office with over 22 years of grassroots political experience at all three levels of government. Who the hell wrote this? <laughs> Kathy, it's good to see you. That was my ancient PR. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was a PR person for sure. And uh, for the second day in a row, happy to welcome David Sparrow. Dave is national president of ACTRA, the Film and TV Actors Union in Canada, has run federally for the NDP, municipally in Toronto, and has also taught English and business writing at Humber College. Hi, Dave. It's a pleasure to be here, Peter. And if you'll permit me, uh, my lovely wife is uh, listening over there at Michael Garren Hospital right now and we are 33 years married ah, today and so i send out best wishes get a round of applause 33 Excellent. years that's great wow. okay let's get you into the subject applause you should be a pat on the back <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> hey, hey listen i'm i'm speaking here as a guy who's married um 48. <laughs> yeah, thank you. 48 years. That's right. That's right. Uh, Those are American years. Yeah, I don't know if you, you guys are probably yakking with each other sitting out in the green room, but um, I I was just talking to uh, Mayor Tory, and uh, we were discussing the fact that he received a letter, which, of course, is public. His letter to Mayor Ford was public about uh, being concerned that in the middle of an election we should have the law changed and we have 25 uh, wards instead of 44, and he got a letter back from... Uh, Premier Ford that said, uh, gee, you know, I understand that you have a meeting scheduled for August 20th where you're going to be discussing uh, this issue, but I would really, use the word, implore you uh, to put on the agenda this whole issue of guns and gangs and and matching the dollars. It's it's almost as if we have nothing to discuss, but I'd like to go around the table because what Mayor Tory answered was, first of all, I saw... Uh, the premier today at the opening of the CNE. We had this conversation. Uh, We've already committed to fulfilling that funding issue for 2018. We're going to have it on the agenda of an appropriate meeting in time to make sure that we fulfill our commitment for 2019. So we're there. And as far as the August 20th meeting is concerned, it's a special meeting. Therefore, we could not add to the agenda anyway. We're there to talk about 25 versus 44. So I guess where we're focused since the whole thing is a fait accompli, is they are going to discuss in camera what they're going to do from a legal perspective. They're going to get recommendations from their attorney uh, saying, here's what your options are uh, in terms of fighting the uh, the act that creates 25 seats where there were 44. He can't tell me what that is, obviously, as yet. We'll find out after cancel finds out. Let's go around the table and talk about whether or not we think that there's going to be any kind of an inch to grab. Let's go to you, uh, John. No, I think at the end of the day, this is a, a fait accompli. I think that uh, the, even the lawyer's letter that apparently was leaked, or the lawyer's um, uh, recommendations that was leaked to the Toronto Star, I was reading this morning, basically said that um, that they're um, really in a rock and a hard place with respect, the city is with respect to the province. The province jurisdiction has, uh, they have every right to be able to make these municipal laws and rules changes as they have. 
Um, you know, there might be some legal challenges here and there, but I think the mere fact, Peter, that the the lawyer, city lawyer, is not making a recommendation based on their research is telling in and of itself. Because very often the the uh, lawyer, city lawyers, will come back with a certain recommendation or two or options, and this one they're sort of leaving it for the for the councillors to decide themselves. I think is telling. But um, you know, where now? I think politicians are already. Uh, reserved, resigned to the fact that this is going to happen. I think voters are resigned to the fact this is going to happen. I think people are already starting to make their moves. Some councillors, as, as in Councillor De Beer Maker, is resigned or not running again as a result. So things are happening here uh, with, with the intent that this is going to be taking place, the 47 to, to 25. Well, in asking, and I'll go to David Sparrow at this point, in asking uh, the mayor what councillors and councillor wannabes are doing, uh, with regard to what doors they knock on, uh, his answer was, as you'd expect it to be, well, in every case, there are sections of the new ward that parallel the old ward. So at the very least, everybody's knocking on doors already. And uh, at the very least, they're knocking on the doors where there's commonality. Yeah, and I was just saying to John, when I ran municipally, I think I knocked on uh, well over 15,000 doors in Ward 26 and had you know literally thousands of conversations. Uh, it's a lot of work to run for office. Some people have already begun. They've probably put in a number of months of attending community meetings and building up their reputation. And this is a real challenge. But I think a real question here is how much meddling is appropriate at uh, one level of government into the next. We already uh, is it no- meddling though, well, David? Well, it's the meddling is not necessarily in changing the number on council. We all, I'll even agree that that uh, that is in the purview of the premier. The meddling is suggesting what they're going to talk about at an in-camera meeting and getting down to that kind of detail and saying and trying to change the channel, frankly, from access to politicians to access to guns. Both important issues that people should take very seriously. And uh, and I don't think the premier should have his fingers in uh, John Tory's business about what he's talking about in council meetings. So you take exception to the letter that was published today. Yeah. Uh, let me throw it over to Michael Giles, because uh, of late, without getting into any detail, you, you have plenty of experience at the municipal level. Yes. Well, I mean, yeah, I think the operative word is in, in both those letters you described is public. And it's, uh, you know, back and forward. It's a bit of the banter. The reality here is you have, uh, and as David said, constitutionally, the province can do this. So there's an inevitability about this. I think really the gist of the conversation probably on Monday uh, will likely be about, you know, is it could it be delayed? Could it be Because ultimately, the, the province has the authority to do this. Um, you know, and we, you know, both, I think, the Toronto Star and also, I believe it was um, Sue Ann Levy in the Toronto Sun has fairly extensive articles about this, too. So, I mean, you know, they call it a leak, I suppose. The last time I had a leak this big, I think Noah built a boat. <laughs> But the point being is that... Uh, um, you just know, for everybody out there, you know that leaks are never leaks, right? No, no, you just right. understand that. <laughs> that's right. It's, it's not like somebody left the water That's running. right. But uh, no, so the reality here is that at the end of the day, this is going to happen. I think what the Premier is signaling with this letter is, you know, you might as well get on with stuff because nothing's going to happen. We've passed the law. This is it. And what the, the mayor is signaling is, you know, we still have something to talk about here. Tuesday morning, I think we'll get up and, you know, we'll have a little bit more clarity on this. But reality is the province can do this. So I think that the... Uh, the consensus around the table is you can write a letter and you can write a letter and there's a reason why you make letters public That's right. uh, but at the end of the day uh, talk about guns and gangs because you ain't going to get anywhere on the other yeah. thing and and uh, and the mayor has, has countered with yeah we are talking about guns and gangs and the money's forthcoming so I think everybody's on the same page but we have to get there and uh, and it'll take Labor Day and the fall and the seriousness of what that brings to get there John. And friendly nudges always help too in politics as you know so hmm. a, re- a letter a letter in, uh, through the public or through the public channels no matter which way is 
is always considered a friendly nudge in some ways, some respects. But but certainly we're we're an election year municipally. We're an election year federally. You know, essentially. Uh, um, you know, once the session comes back, so it's it's one of those silly seasons, Peter, as you well know, right? It's it, all things and happen, and all things are fair. <laughs> nudge, ahead, nudges, nudges are great, but a poke in the eye isn't so much fun. So with a sharp stick, with a sharp right. stick, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's what's happened. I mean, we the, we all sort of know where everybody stands on this. We know where ultimately this is going to end up. So really, it's uh, you know, in some ways, it's a bit of semantics, but it's also a, an opportunity to discuss. As we'll know where we're at on Tuesday. All right, I'm going to take a break, and we'll come back with uh, many more subjects, topics worthy of discussion. With with John Capobianco, Michael Giles, and Dave Sparrow. I am Peter Sherman. This is Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. He may remember the rules from when he was there that when you have these special meetings, they are for one purpose only. So in this case, the only item that's allowed to be on the agenda is the item of the legal advice we're going to receive on the uh, reduction in the size of the city council. And I uh, reminded him of that this morning. 